Well, uh, Truth be told today, I actually get to bring on a friend of mine who I met and I was trying to sell a house to him and his wife and they backed out of a contract because I had termites. <laughs> and I didn't know it, but uh, long story short, he has become a great friend of mine and truly a pioneer in his own right and always an adventurist and a great family man, somebody I truly respect. Marty Sampson is the uh, co-founder of a company called Leash, which is taking care of your pets to and from A to B, wherever they need to go and at your fingertips. And so we are going to see and hear about his story from this, um, how this maiden voyage began a few years ago to where it's at now in multiple markets and servicing pets across America and soon to be in a market near you. And we are excited for you to hear the story. And uh, I am blessed to have him as a friend. Yeah, guys. So this uh, kind of incredible story of when riding a mule to basically taking your mule to the vet for you. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but really cool story. I'm excited for this one for you guys to listen to it. One quick plug here. This whole podcast, whole operation is fully funded by Tyson and I's personal real estate business. So if you have anything on the real estate side of things you need help with, buying, selling, investing, happy to help in any way we can, hit the link below to schedule a call with us. And uh, we're happy to help you on that side of things. Without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Yeah. And one of my friends was like, oh my gosh, you got an iPhone? And I was like, no, nah, it's not. I, no, I'm I, not that cool. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but this idea of like, um, people are going to create apps for this thing. Yeah. And, right? and that's going to be like somebody's full-time job is creating apps. We just had no vision, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I was not a, a technology guy. Um, I kind of stumbled into this, um, in, into this business. Um, I had been looking for something else to do. Um, I was working for a business here in Omaha, a publicly traded company. Um, and I was ready to, I was ready to move on. And, um, one, uh, the kind of the inception of this. So I'd been looking for a business to buy or a franchise yeah. something. And I just couldn't find anything that I was really in love with or that penciled out financially. Yeah. And so um, I put a little pause on it. And one morning, um, about four years ago, um, our dog, Wally, came tearing through the, the, the kitchen at like seven o'clock in the morning. And my wife at the time, she was like seven or eight months pregnant with our second daughter. Mm -hmm. um, we had, I think Franny was like two or three years old. And... Kate was like, hey, Wally has got to go to doggy daycare today. And I was like, I cannot take him. I've got to get to the office. <laughs> and she was like, I'm not loading everybody up to just, for that. just to get Wally to the daycare. Yeah. And I mean, seriously, just in passing, she said, you know, it'd be really nice if somebody could come and just pick Wally up and take him to daycare for us. And, you're like, and I was just like, it, it did. It hit me like immediately, like huh, like a basically like a ride share, but just for just for pets. Yeah. People who work in the pet care industry who are groomers or vet techs or, um, you know, daycare attendees, whatever, in their off hours and their days off, they can sign up, be a driver and drive other people's pets to and from their daily appointments. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> You know, it didn't take me too long. I chewed on it for a bit. I went to look to see if like people, anybody was doing this. I thought I live in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. I cannot yep. be the only person who has this need. Yeah, sweet. And 
um, somebody has had to have had developed this yeah. already. It right. just has not made it to Omaha yet. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And I went out there and I was like, you know, it, when you search for something and it's not like in your face, um, you're kind of like, huh, there must be a need. There must this. be an opportunity here. Yeah, there's some blue water. And yeah. so I was like, we're going to talk wow. about blue ocean every episode. <laughs> yeah, blue every water. Episode. Yeah. Blue water. Yeah. And so I was like, huh, like there's really nobody, nobody doing this. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, there's always a guy in every city who will um, walk your dog, um, yeah, yeah. pet sit, um, pick up poop, yep. um, and then they'll do transportation as like the fifth thing down on the list of things they do. But there was no business that was purely focused on just um, daily rides to and from daily appointments for pets. Mm. And so, yeah, I was like, I'm going to do this. Sweet. And I just started working at it. Mm -hmm. And um, I put together, like, I should show you guys this slide deck. Like, <laughs> the original slide deck from it is... I mean, it's hilarious, but the nice thing is the concept is the same from four years ago to today. Yeah. It just really hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we started working with, um, so Kate, my wife started, you know, we basically started, I mean, it's her idea. It's yeah. not even my yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we started working on it. We started working with the startup collaborative down at, um, at the Omaha Chamber, uh, and you know, huge kudos to um, the folks that that used to run that. Erica Wassinger um, ran that for the longest time, um, and we really kind of went through their process of like, is this a viable, is this a viable business? Um, and you know, it's it's always tough because you don't know is this thing really viable, or is this just kind of kind of viable right mm -hmm. um and there's there's this attitude um in in kind of you know tech startups to like fail fast like you want to fail fast you want to you know mm -hmm. test something out and if it doesn't pan out you want to just move on move on mm -hmm. and um i'm not sure that i'm like a huge believer in of that the fail yeah. fast mm -hmm. i think if you have a good idea if you know that there's a market, if there's an opportunity, mm. um, you have to stick with it. Yeah. You, How do you know if there's a market for something? You know what I mean? I Like, yeah. yes, there's a gap there, but how do you yeah. know, like, the market's there for that? Like, there's a need there somewhere. Yeah. 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 And what's the size of it? Yeah. Or how, yeah. I mean, I guess for every product or service, it's different. It's different. Yeah. I think for our, for our service, um, nobody... The crazy thing about our service is like people were not thinking about, hey, I need to get, I need to get somebody else to drive yeah. my pet mm -hmm. to the groomer. Right. Like right. that just is not. Right. I wouldn't. There's not enough conditioning yet. Purviews. Yeah. Exactly. However, proof of concept, mm -hmm. an echelon of an industry, Uber Eats, um, fast delivery, these delivery services are food. Now you have. Taxis are gone away. <laughs> We're using Uber and, and Lyft. I mean, the echelon, the the the, the, med, the model of which it was happening, it was ebbing just in more services in that industry. And this would be another yeah. service in that industry of 
ride sharing style or, you know, picking up on your app of who can help you out and get some, provide some logistical support. Yeah. Like, I mean, the economy of convenience is just, you know, it's not going the other direction. We're yeah. yeah. Um, and we are both, uh, how do they, how do I, they phrase it? It's like both creating, creating the market and fulfilling the market. Like people don't even think about like, Oh, Hey, like I said, I got to, get somebody to drive my dog to the vet or to the groomer. Um, and then, and so we've got to tell people like, that's an option. Yeah. You don't have to leave work at 1030 to go pick up your pet, take them to the groomer, come back to work, then go back at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. That's a pain. That's a huge convenience that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that we do on our app is we actually tell people how much time they save. Oh, that's cool. So it'll say like, you've saved yourself 45 minutes. Oh my god. So gosh. that they can place a value on that That's a huge, time. Yeah. Um, so it's like, well, why am I paying $25 for this ride? Well, if is your time worth more than $25? Oh, well, yes. Yeah. So Two. Um, That's a huge that's a huge win. Yeah. That's cool. Hmm. That's actually sweet. So one huge risk. I remember when you were like, I just got laid off at, at this company. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And I would say for not many people that maybe don't know you as well, like, well, that guy's probably a company guy for his life. He's probably a company guy. But Marty, in my mind, from this is my observation, Marty's never first to speak. Marty's first to contemplate. He's always a th- he's a very a cerebral guy. And I've always appreciated about you because yeah, bring great insight and a different angle on things that you're asking different questions in the status quo and your actions have shown that too throughout your life. So I'm curious to being as risk averse as you are though, mm. what was that feeling like? You're like, okay, I'm going to go down this, I'm going to go down this road. Cause you said, I, we can't give up on something, but I'm going to fully commit. I mean, that kind of makes gives me goosebumps thinking about, and you can't see these through the podcast, but I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> thinking about what Marty was going through at that point in time. Cause it was a big, change from what you've been used to yeah i think so um i don't perceive myself as risk adverse okay cool i actually perceive myself as like the exact relatively the exact opposite i love that that's cool <laughs> that's um, awesome my assumption i, I terribly off i really like um taking risks uh-huh. um so i I didn't see this as a risk. Awesome. I saw this as, I saw, you know, staying, um, going and getting a you know full-time job working for somebody else. I saw that as more of a risk than for starting this business. Before you go on, because I want you to continue, because that highlights an exceptional point to me, is that, well, I just made an assumption about that of you, and I've known you for a long time, but that was not the message you've ever told yourself, right? Like for people out there that think, or have to feel like this, that's like pull to do what everybody else is watching you and telling you to do, is not necessarily what you have to do. You you are still walking to the beat of your own drum, even if people on the out, out, outside looking in think that you're not, like you're, you're, you're playing somebody else's role right now, but no, you, 
I love that. The message you were telling yourself guided you the entire way, not somebody else's message, mm -hmm. which I think is a great message in itself. I think that's awesome. So kudos to you, man. That's badass. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't see it as a risk. I saw That's it as cool. an opportunity, um, and uh, I think it. Even though I wasn't um, a like, I'm not a developer. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I basically had to start from ground zero mm -hmm. to build this whole thing up. Yeah, um, it has been really a you know, a huge learning experience. Oh, I, I love, um, so we were in strategic planning last, last week um, with, um, we're using a system called EOS mm -hmm. to implement in the business. Um, and huge shout out to uh, David Slobotsky who is helping us implement EOS in our, in our business. But, um, we were talking and, you know, I was telling our CMO, like the reason I started this business partially is one, I thought it was a great idea and I still think it is. Um, I wanted the experience and adventure yeah. of starting a business. And you're an adventurous guy though. Yeah. You are an adventurous yeah. guy. You like, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I can't travel. I, we, yeah. I've got small kids, mm -hmm. you know, like, We've got soccer on all day Saturday, <laughs> right, you know? Right. So like, yeah. um, we all have two girls. It sounds the like world, you have two girls still. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two, two girls. Yeah. It's very similar ages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Yep. I could go his oldest daughter, my daughter, your daughter, then my daughter, then your daughter. That's funny. That's, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we are all right there under, under eight. That's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. Which cool. is such a fun age yeah. too. Yeah. So cool. I mean, but I can't do the traveling that I used to do. I can't. Mm -hmm just jet off to another right. part of the world. Right. Um, so I look at this as kind of like my adventure. That's yeah. awesome. You know? What a great in like a lens. So, okay, so you rock me through this real quick. You walked, launched this four years ago? Uh, well, so we started the idea four years ago. We launched the original website, um, <laughs> which was like, Squarespace. I think we spent like three grand on building this website mm -hmm. and getting it like hooked up to Stripe yep. and, you know, <clears throat> just putting it out there. I think we spent like 3000 bucks or something like that, you know, which is probably laughable now. Bare right. minimum. Yeah. I mean, we mm -hmm. used it up until basically two or three weeks ago. <laughs> like <laughs> that original setup, the original <laughs> setup, we were still using it uh, up until yeah, three launched, weeks ago yeah. till the app launch. It's actually locked in a box now and it's being sold on eBay yeah. as a commemorative yeah. decorative order mint. It's still <laughs> live. It's still live somewhere in the guts of, of, the, of the web. But yeah. Um, and it really truly was like, this is a test. Like yeah. we've got to figure out. Mm -hmm. um, and we had a lot of questions about, you know, it was a one page website. Mm -hmm. That's it. Wow. Like the bounce rate on this thing was crazy. It was like, low 90s what is a bounce rate a bounce rate is like so a bounce rate is calculated by um if people can only go to like if they only go to one page of your website and like how long they stay on it okay so people could go to our website read our one page and move on in like 30 seconds so our bounce rate was like got it okay so they got out of there pretty yeah quick. yeah <clears throat> um so we got, you know, we just didn't know. We honestly yeah. did not wow. know what the constraints of people were going to be. Yeah. Huge, cons huge interest is like, who's driving my pet? Who are 
the actual people yeah. that are going to drive my pet. Um, and so, you know, we learned like our new website has profiles of our drivers yeah. on there mm-hmm. um, so that people can go and see. Um, and once they meet our drivers, I always say our drivers are going to love your pet almost as much as you do. And it's true. Like we have incredible drivers. They love animals. They just love They it. just, yes. Yes. That's cool. So, so walk, walk me through the process of like, if I want to be a driver, is there like anything I have to go through? Yes. So to become a driver, uh, so now you would download the web, you would download the app. Um, you'd apply through the app. Okay. Um, we would, uh, you have to do a little training on the app itself. Um, then we, um, basically take you through a background check. Um, we get you registered with the USDA. Okay. as a handler for pets oh. and cool. and then um then you're ready mm-hmm. yeah it's so I mean, it's pretty legit then is there any yeah. special um you have to handling have had, of the cargo what's that is there any special the handling of the cargo like they're not just throwing them in the back of a pickup and like they shuttle them over. yeah so we've got a very like we've got a standard protocol with yeah. particularly with dogs yeah. and cats always riding a carrier yeah mm-hmm. so pretty easy yeah it's like carrying a suitcase yeah. except it's meowing yeah yeah um <laughs> <laughs> but dogs, um, our drivers will always go and meet the dog inside. Yes. Yeah. If the dog is not wearing a harness, our drivers have harnesses. They will place a harness on the dog. Okay. Cool. They uh, then take the dog to the car, put the dog either into the back seat of their car. Mm-hmm. All of our drivers drive their own vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they either place the dog in the back seat of their car or in the cargo area of yeah. the SUV. Yeah. And then they tether the dog to a seatbelt or an anchor. Mm. So we've okay. got a and they make these for dogs. Like I've yeah, seen. yeah, this yeah. Is a nothing, we're not making anything special yeah. just for leash. Like Which is this good. is all. Um, it gives the dog enough room to you know move around a little, bit. move around, get comfortable. Yeah, but they're not like you see some of these things where like the dog is like completely strapped in. strapped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. Um, we it we think it's a safe way. We haven't had we haven't had any problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, up till now. Yeah, so, yeah, that's good. Knock on wood. <laughs> what? Um, just curious because this is such a new environment to me. What do you have that is proprietary that you have trademarked? Like, what do you? So you kind of hold on. Is there some things in there that you guys have had to kind of bring in the reins on that are yours? Um. So I mean, we so like our our name is trademarked. Yeah. Um. So we've just gone through the whole development process, okay, cool. right? Okay. With um, Apsky Labs here mm-hmm. in Omaha is our developer. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor Karinsky runs Apsky. Mm-hmm. They do an amazing job. Um, um, we have not gone through and done like a pure audit okay. of the system yet yeah. to say, okay, this is this is IP that mm-hmm. we need to. Cool. Um, but we will. You know, it's, yeah, it's in it's time. Just, it's a ma- you know it's a matter of time yeah. to say okay, um, we need to lock this down and make sure that it gets hmm. nice things get nice yeah. But there are you know four million. <laughs> I mean the list just gets longer and Dude. longer, and there's no way you can get to everything oh, in, a, in a day, in a week, in a just month. Chunking it out. Yeah. So like, what's your current client base been like? <clears throat> so before you did it, you were just talking to us before the podcast about. You were doing like everything yourself, basically. Not everything, but you were doing a lot of stuff yourself, like texting, sending out the drivers, hey, you're gonna go pick this up. You've had to run dogs before. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, so 
Um, the way our system worked to begin with, a ride would come in. We had one system for taking rides, reservations, and then I would have to transfer that ride to a scheduling software. Got it. And that scheduling software had like a column for every driver that we had. Okay. Um, so I would have to write a text that would say like leash ride <clears throat> request Monday, May 8th, you know, 7.30 a.m., one-way dog, chipper, you know, from this address to this address. Oh, that's um, a lot. This, wow. is the, this is the distance. This is the payout for the driver. Please accept or decline. Write that out. I mean, I had a, he had a I could yeah. do a quick template. Yeah. yeah. But then I would send that out as text messages to drivers. Oh so I'd have to figure out like who was the closest driver. Oh my goodness. Um, send that out, <clears throat> wait for a reply. If they declined, I'd send it out to the next driver. Um, but that's part of, that is part of testing the market. Right. Like you can't go and spend it. It's, it, it is one of the things they say early on when starting a startup is, you know, like go scrappy, like yeah. go cheap, very go scrappy. bootstrap. Yeah. Like it makes sense. Rather yeah. than spend millions of dollars on an app or something yeah. right away. Yeah. Well yeah. then you're going to find out all these little nuances that you're going to need to know anyways. Yes. And so the only way you can do them is painfully. Yeah. So That's when we point. launched, we launched in June of 2020, we were supposed to launch in April of 2020 right. COVID yep. started in March. We had the website was almost ready. I was like, what are we going to do? Are we going to go? Like I was planning on bringing on drivers. Um, finally in June, I was like, we're going like, we're just, just forget we're it. going live. And um, I just decided I would do all the driving. So for the first year or for the first nine or 10 months, I did every ride. And that wasn't <laughs> the, the old Mazda, right? This is the old Mazda. The old Mazda. He drove driver ever. Yeah, did you, it's still did they driving. Know you were the still driving. Did they know you were the owner, some of them? They knew I was the owner. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Because I would call, like, they would call or whatever. I would answer the phone. Yeah. I'd come to pick up. How has it grown mainly? Word of mouth? Uh, so we have two. So, yes, word of mouth. Um, but we also, so we partner directly with pet care businesses. Like? So we partner with veterinarians. Oh. We partner with doggy daycares. <clears throat> we partner supply, with. Supply companies. Um, Mostly places, yeah, almost all places that you're going to take your pet to. Got it. Um, and so what we have done is we've actually given them the ability to schedule rides directly for their customers. Got it. Oh, wow. Oh, that's sweet. So imagine if you, um, imagine if, what's, do you have a dog? Yeah. What's your dog's name? Molly. Molly. Imagine if you call up your groomer. And you're like, I really got to get Molly groomed. And they're like, well, the only time that we have available this week is at 11 a.m. on Wednesday. And you're like, geez, well, I'm in the, you know, 11 a.m. is like the worst time of the day. Yeah. <clears throat> Your groomer can say, well, we do have a pickup and drop off. We can schedule you a ride. And then they go and they can actually schedule the ride directly for you. We go and fulfill the ride for them. Um, the groomer earns a percentage of that ride for every ride that they schedule. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you think about it, it makes too, sense to do it that but way. But it also mm -hmm. adds a huge value add to the veterinarian too, and totally. their schedule's yeah. full. There's no gaps in the schedule. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's that's, a benefit for everybody. Yeah, there's a win-win yeah. all the way around. Yeah. Hmm. So just out of pure curiosity, have you guys done anything like, because I was just thinking, my first thought when you said you were launched, you launched the app, I was like, 
dude, I'd be trying to get Petco, PetSmart, all their email lists. Yeah. And partner with them somehow. Have you guys done stuff like that kind of? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we we do partner with the Dogtopias here in town. Hmm. That's about as big as as we've as, as yep. we've gotten. The you know, the interesting thing about some of these larger players is that they have their own systems. Yeah. So they're all virtual, like you're not really gonna call anybody right. at Petco to to schedule a ride. You're gonna go through their scheduling system, they're gonna show you what appointments they have available. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, it's, you know, getting our, our software to a point where we can begin to, you know, partner with that kind with of those, with those yeah. businesses. Integrate with it. Yeah. Have you started to tap into the, um, the rescue organizations as well? We do actually, our, our current um, new platform does uh, have the capacity for us to partner directly with oh, rescue. That's cool. Um, with rescue organizations. Cause I've, I know they do a lot, like in Omaha, I've seen like their meetups and yeah. just like people there to see the dogs and then like, oh, and I actually could do this and why I'm fostering one now, I don't have to worry about getting out of the house. Yeah, the, yeah. the thing about like a lot of rescues oh, yeah. is they are fostered at home, mm -hmm. you know, so they're not in, you know, the rescue doesn't have a physical location. Yeah. Um, they're, they're dependent on foster families. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times these foster animals have vet appointments, grooming appointments mm -hmm. that the foster family has to attend, take yeah. that animal too. Um, so, you know, we think like what a great opportunity cool. yeah. to help mm -hmm. these, you know, foster organizations when the foster families are, already know, they helping. have places they're they're already taking <clears throat> care of the animal. Let's help them yeah. get that animal to and from their, their appointments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not, and you know, it makes it more convenient for foster parents so that they can have a foster, they can have a foster animal without having the trouble of totally. So hopefully we can, um, you know, get more foster parents for those animals with, you know, yeah. by using leash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So mm. kind of uh, circling back when you started to realize the previous role you're in, you were making, trying to figure out what was the next, you know, what was that process like coming to the kind of the full ownership of like, God, I, I just don't see myself here much longer. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, it was, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it, I, I wanted to have my own, have my own thing, Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. um, or, and so it was just a matter of like, how do I get there? Yeah. You know, cool. um, I was never, I never had this idea of like, oh, okay, I'm going to go and look for another job. Right. Right. It was like, cause I'm just, I'm just giving, I'm just moving from one uh -huh. employer to the next employer. Yeah. That really wasn't what I was interested in doing. Huh. So it did um, boil over. That's, that's cool that you just, you know what? It's now it's a great time. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and once it hit, once yeah. the idea hit, I was like, wow. okay, I feel good. I'm going to figure this out. Mm -hmm. So I know get there. a couple other people have like started done some like tech startup stuff. And one thing that blows my mind about tech startups that I don't, grasp just because I'm my our business is complete opposite is most time they like do all this stuff they've been going for 20 years and they've never made a penny out of the freaking company 
like never profitable. Mm. Like Zillow, mm. for example, like the biggest app, they've like never made money before. Yeah. They're always negative. Or I'm like, how does that even work? You know, like I didn't comprehend it personally. But how about for on your on your side? Have you guys ever been profitable? No. No? So why? No. You said it's a little bit a long <laughs> runway for that. No, yeah, that's, I mean so we, we me, yeah, no. I mean pro yeah, profitability is a long way away from Yeah, us. it's so interesting I mean, how that we, works. Um it's there's such an upfront cost in getting in the technology in both in the technology and then just getting the business expanded the infrastructure to, to support it right yeah. you know like we will continuously be putting every dime that we earn back into the business right i mean it will just be it will just be um have you had to raise money yes okay yeah we're in our we are uh we closed our first round last March. Okay. Just yeah. explain first round. What does that mean? So our first funding round. So mm -hmm. we, we we started with an MVP, which is a minimal viable product, mm -hmm. which is the website. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um we got that to a point where we knew that pet owners wanted we we're like, okay, pet owners want to use this. Yeah. Like yeah. this mm -hmm. is great. We kind of had three hurdles. Mm -hmm. One, pet owners were using us. Mm -hmm. Yep. Two, um, Drivers would drive for us. Yep. That was a huge one. I was like, I'm driving. I don't know if people yeah, want right. to drive for this. Mm -hmm. As soon as I started advertising that we needed drivers, we had people. I mean, we had so much interest. I'd much rather drive a dog than a person. I think that's I think you're right. a lot of people. <laughs> much rather. Yeah. yeah. And then the third was, will pet care businesses partner with us? Mm. Yeah. Have they noticed enough of a... Um, issues. demand mm -hmm. or issues with customers that having a pickup and drop off service partnered with them is beneficial for both them and their customers. Mm -hmm. Once we kind of got through those three hurdles, we knew it was time to, to, raise, to raise a round. Yeah. So we, um, yeah, we raised a round almost entirely from Nebraska investors. That's cool. awesome. Um, and the whole purpose of this round was to expand the business into um, Des Moines and Kansas City, and then to build to build this the new build platform. The yeah. <clears throat> Do you feel like um, the investor that's interested in tech investing is maybe different than an investor that's interested in something other some other industry? Are they the same type of people? No, I think they're very. I, I think they're very different. Um, I think you have you know obviously you have investors that are interested in real estate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and there's obviously a risk in in real estate, but you have some pretty significant collateral, you right. know, along with that. Yeah. Um, with tech investing, it's you have the investors have just a very very high risk tolerance. Interesting. Right. They invest in, you know, ten businesses with the expectations one that one working. will, you know, be a huge hit. Yeah, be a huge hit. Yeah, will be like a hundred x or a thousand x of right. what they invested. Right. So. It's it's more. So how much did the company do? You, like in a round, is it how much of the company did you sell off in one round? Or does it uh, not work like that? Yeah, it's proprietary. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, so, yeah. Are you good? I'm just yeah. curious how that works. Yeah. Um, but some people like, you know, only thing I've ever seen with raising money is like Shark Tank stuff. Yeah, you know I mean? and that the Shark Tank. So most of the things that you see on Shark Tank are products. Yeah. Right? If you ever notice, yeah. like it's you know a scrub brush mm -hmm. or yeah, it's not paint services. saver. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. something that. They can take on to QVC, and those and people there sell. have that skill, so they can they sell do. it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very rarely do you see like this is a service. Um, 
that we need. Now that I'm like thinking of it, I don't know if I've ever seen like an app or anything. On no, I don't before. think. Uh, maybe a couple of things. It's, like some it's video very, stuff. it's very yeah. much product based. Yeah. If you, yeah. it'd be interesting. So getting into tech as never being into before, what was maybe some assumptions you made that you were like that was wrong? <laughs> Probably quite a bit, huh? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. We, I mean, going back to the drawing board on that one, you know. Um, I I wanted to go big. Yeah. You know, I like my gut was like. I know exactly how I want this thing to look. Atlanta, here we come. I want it to, like, I want to build this app, like, out the gate. I want to spend, like, mm. how much is this going to cost? Where am I going to find the funding? Yeah. Like, yeah. let's build it. Let's yeah. do it. Um, and I'm very, very lucky. So the, 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 the state of Nebraska is honestly a, a really good place to be. A tech entrepreneur. Silicon Prairie, baby. Um, Why? Why is that? One, because we actually have a very, I think we have a very good um, incubator um, community here. Um, there are a number of um, organizations that will actually help with um, getting a tech startup off the ground. First and foremost, the the um, Nebraska Department of Economic Development has the prototype grant. Mm. So the prototype grant will give um, a new startup up to $150,000. They'll match up to $150,000 um, to build your first prototype of the product. Wow. Um, Interesting. And the state um, will actually invest money into new startups. So there is a fund that is owned by the state. It's operated by Invest Nebraska. And now they property will, taxes make sense now. And they <laughs> I will, get it now. I get yeah, it now. And they will invest yeah. into, into startups. Um, and then you have um, a very, I, I think it's a fairly um, strong, close-knit um, close community um, of startups hmm. uh, in, in Nebraska. So... Um, so you have other people than startups that you've known and connected with through all this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. That's probably really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. What was I, what was the first thing you're like? I need to Google this. You know. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, I mean everything. <laughs> right. I mean, literally. Chat GPT. Everything. Where have you been my whole life? You know. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. I mean it. It just and I. I'm. I know. I know enough. I've done enough things mm. from ground zero yeah. in life to know that I don't want to know everything. Great. I only what? need to know enough to keep me excited about, about still moving forward. What, what, do you mean by that? what do you mean by that? Yeah, please. There is that. there, especially I feel in the startup world, like um, there is a level of ignorance is bliss. Like if you know all the problems that you're going to have to deal with, oh, okay. oh, yeah. then you will not. You wouldn't even go for it. You wouldn't even go for yeah. it. Be debilitated. Yeah, it would be. Process it would be crushing. Case. You just work <laughs> one problem at a time. But it's cool you said too, though. Like that's almost a place of where you continue to occupy your mind, so you can stay forward thinking. Like yeah. ignorance. Well, I'll just go have somebody help me with that because they'll know it, and then I can keep moving. Versus like, well, now I need to dive in and master that. That's not the. That's not the thinking that curates growth. You're like, well, somebody else will know that better than me. I don't need to waste time on that. I think there's a little bit of both. Okay. You know, like, mm -hmm. um, I think early on, like, like we use HubSpot as a CRM. Yep. I wanted to, 
I am the type of person where um, I will spin for mm. hours mm. on like something like HubSpot mm -hmm. where you can just go on Fiverr or Fever, whatever it's yeah, called, Fiverr, yeah. and find somebody to help you master it. Like yeah. deal with your your HubSpot for you know twenty bucks an hour, dude. Even, and you're like, yeah. yeah, why didn't I do that, dude? That's great. But um, I I like to be in the guts. I like to know what is going on. Mm -hmm. I don't feels a little out of control. Somebody right has now. to yeah. mind the store. You yeah, know? yeah. Like you can't just have a business where you don't really know what how things work. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. Um, you're talking about uh, with kind of going back to the idea of like what else you you know what you said you've grown a ton you know and, and it, sometimes I feel like it's hard when you get older because you get in this like the rat race of life mm -hmm. to find like large growth. But sounds like I mean what what does that look like for you coming into this space? Like who are you now that you were not three years ago? I mean, obviously you have some fundamentals that stay the same, but yeah. what is, you know, in your world, like I know, I know you still as Marty, my, my, a friend of mine, but there's some definite changes and I feel like that have probably happened. Um, it's interesting because like, uh, I don't think I'm uh, like more serious. Mm -hmm. I think I'm the same individual. I think I'm, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like, Engaged? Yeah, I'm oh definitely more engaged. Interesting. Like, just more like professionally, personally, yeah. Uh, um, definitely professionally. Okay. Like um constantly thinking about probably mm. thinking too much sure. on a daily on a daily basis about the business. You know, just all like, the problems, all the things you need yeah. to take care of, all the yeah. opportunities, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I think, honestly, it what it has done is it has brought my true personality and my true capability, like, to the forefront. Mm -hmm. um, I actually feel like you've been easier going. I'm... I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Freer. I know I what like I'm doing. Freer. You know, that's the thing. It's yeah. like... Clarity is focused. You know, focus I, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing with my life. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. For yeah. the Some foreseeable future. Direction. You know? And, yeah. and whereas... I think before I was not, I didn't feel that way. I was like, oh, what am I doing? Like, but now I'm like, that's cool. Um, but it's actually kind of a bit of a homecoming for me because um, I think this is like running my own, running a business is like what I, was not just what I want to do, like it, it feels like what I should be doing. Wow, what a, you know? yeah, cool. So, How many people you have working with you on your team? So we have, um, I have a chief CMO or chief marketing officer, yep. Brooke Janicek, who I, um, she's like a fractional CMO. Um, I have uh, the development team, which is through AppSki. Okay. Um, and then we have about 50 drivers. So That's cool. it's kind of... Um, what is a fractional CMO? Fractional is like we just share we share the CMO with other oh, businesses. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's like a yeah. contract. She's like a contract based where she's yeah. like working. That's her. She's working yeah. with her company okay. and said yeah. company. Okay. That's cool. Hmm. What um, uh, what are you most excited about in the next like three to six months? I mean, things are happening pretty fast. Just launch your app. Yeah. Uh, what's I'm, rolling? I right mean, now. I'm really excited to see like how this app 
begins to increase engagement. Yeah. Has your current client database really liked it so far? Yeah. 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 Which, you know, I'm, we're always concerned about, you know, what are the issues? Right. People get used to the system that they use. Right. You know, when you go on whatever it is and they change and they change it, you're like, what? Mm -hmm. Oh man, (laughs) I knew where everything was. And now, so I'm sure there will be a bit of that of clients that were like, oh, well, I really liked, you know, Mm -hmm. having to call you and talk to you. You know, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's great. We still have a phone number. You can still call Mm -hmm. and schedule a ride. But there's a lot of folks that, you know, they want the simplicity of just being able to go into their pocket and schedule that ride. Yeah, I would never want to call and schedule a ride. That's going to be fading off. Yeah, I would never want to do that. You're not going to get a lot more of that. Well, you know, it's interesting because people, we are driving people's pets. We're not just dropping off. It's like a kid. We're not, yeah, we're not dropping off a pizza. It's true. So people have questions. People want to talk to a person. That does make sense, actually. They, people are really weird with their yeah. So like your your uh, your tagline, depending on your family dynamic, we're either dropping, we're taking care of your first or second most valuable person yes. in your family. <laughs> yes. You know. Oh no, it's it's true. You I can love definitely that. Tell you can definitely tell the pet parents who uh, this is. They have no children. Yep. This is That's this is kid. their this yeah. is their kid versus. The pet parents who are like, we've got three kids and yeah. and this is our pet. Yeah. yeah. yeah Not that they love them any different, you no. know, any more. Yeah. No, I, I, no, it's yeah, just a priority. You yeah, know, it's a priority. That's yeah. 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 How has the communication been being a uh, tech entrepreneur been and then try to manage family? Oh, and, yeah. That's you know, all another side and, and your spouse is self employed. Like, yeah. how has that been? Um, I, you know, honestly, I, I like it. I work from home. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, you know, when it's dinner time, it's like, hey, dad, it's dinner time. All right. Like, All right. I'm right there. Yeah. So, um, I do think, you know, and this is tough being a tech entrepreneur is it, I, it never gets turned off. Never is yeah. turned off. Yeah. It never you gets turned turn it off. off probably. I mean, there are times where there used to be times where we were literally sitting at dinner and, um, you know, someone say, I really need a ride. And it's very difficult to say no when you are yeah. just starting. You just you, can't. You just are like, I am going to do every yes. single ride that I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And if a driver is not available, guess I'm who going. that falls on? <laughs> Me. You still do rides? I still do rides. I yeah. think that's not right. a lot. Yeah. I probably do one or two rides a month. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of times I do it just to keep myself fresh. Yeah. Like I did a ride this weekend um, so that I could test the app. Cool. Yeah. I just wanted to see like, totally, how does yeah, this work? Sense. You know, is yeah. it, is it working correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've tested it a million times, but just to make sure, like, let's yeah. make sure that this is working um, on, you yeah. know, live. I think and kind of a question for both of you guys, how important or how much of a leg up does it give you availability to be successful? What do you mean? So he's like, you just can't say no sometimes. And I've heard the quote, sometimes the best ability is availability. And I don't, I feel like that's pretty close to the truth, man. Oh, totally, dude. Totally. Especially for, I mean, what we do is 100% that. If you're not available, they move on. Move on. Totally move on. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a couple, I've had a couple agents that have worked on my team before. And I feel like that was a really hard concept to understand how wide availability spans in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
or maybe they were doing it right. They just had really healthy boundaries that I never had. I don't know. Yeah. But there is, I think there's something to be said to kind of testing your metal, but also gaining your footing of being like that grid of like, hey, now we got to go now. This yeah. is it. This is yeah. I have to do this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's saying you need to write at 11. You can't wait till tomorrow. To no, you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't say, hey, yeah. can I do it in a half hour? I'm like, no. The appointment's in 30 minutes, dude. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's some leeway to right. that. There that might be some, exaggerated, but, but you know what I mean. If I were to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't help you. Dude, you like, might be turned off by them forever. I just lost a, a cup, you know. Yeah. A recurring customer. Yeah, a recurring yeah. customer. And you're starting to see because of your recurring customers, if they shut it off, you can see quantifiably and financially what that client's worth. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, which is cool. That is quantifiable pretty easily, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the LTV of the yeah. client. Mm -hmm. yeah. We have folks that use us on a weekly, on yeah. a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. Sometimes multiple times a week. Wow. Um, so yeah, you can see really quickly. For being a guy, it's highly educated, <laughs> and very astute looking with those glasses. Oh, thank you. Flow of hair. Oh, I you know sweater. I sweat. For, I, I forget to get haircuts. Sweater vest. Dude, I'm telling you, you look like a smart guy. I can't. You can't <laughs> it's deny it's the best it. in the bunch. Walk into a room like sleeves, that yeah. guy knows some shit. Yeah. All right. But how much would you say, or maybe in your educational uh, background, your 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 bringing upbringing, how much has been hard knocks learning through trial and error and how much is like oh that prepared me that was you know that that institution prepared me that that class prepared me that mentor um i would say no knock on institutional i'll send any names here no no, no 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 but yeah. i think I, I i don't think that institutional learning if you're i don't think that they're um uh what's the right word um I don't think it's either or. Okay. Um, I think what I I always chose, I felt like to do, um, I thought were, were like hard, mm -hmm. like difficult mm -hmm. things. But um, really rewarding. Yeah. Like, so when I was uh, in undergrad, um, I was in business school. I started out in business school. Yeah. And, um, and, after my sophomore year, I switched into civil engineering. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there was a, a, like a steady stream of students switching from engineering into business, mm -hmm. but there were no, there were, I was like the only guy who was like, you know what, I think I'm gonna go make life harder for myself <laughs> and switch into engineering. <laughs> and it truly was, I was like, what, what have I done? You know? Yeah. But I did that. Um, and then after that, um, like I, ch I chose, I, I joined the Peace Corps mm -hmm. after graduating from undergrad. Uh, and I remember telling the Peace Corps, like I want to go to an extremely remote area. Like I want to live in the middle of nowhere. And what made you want to do that? I just, I, I, I wanted the, I wanted it to be difficult. And a unique experience that you I like, wanted it yeah. to be difficult. And so they sent me, which doesn't sound like a very difficult place, but they sent me to the Dominican Republic. Okay. You know, but they didn't put me on a beach. No. They put me way up in the mountains. Um, there were no roads to where <laughs> I lived. Um, you had to hike into my community. It took an hour to hike into my community. Did you hike the entire time you were down there? I hiked. I, I, I hiked and I bought a mule. I had, I owned a mule. And um, so, but, but mo the vast majority of time, like 
98% of the time, I was hiking around these mountains. Did you ride, did you ride like, the mule? I rode the mule every oh, so often. That's Dude, I mean, awesome. like, you think about like, oh, I've made it. I've got a mule. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought the... Like, the, the F- mule probably carried stuff for you and stuff, too. Yeah. I bought, like, this was a huge mistake, <laughs> is that um, for the amount of money that I paid for this huge mule, I bought, like, the F-350. <laughs> the diesels. Huh. The dualies. Huh. I could have gotten, like, two... F-150 mules <laughs> for the same price. So you were like the same coming at Jesus riding into this 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 this, this, this compound. No, I, it, on no. the mule, on the back of the mule, the people are thank you, thank you, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so anyways, I went I went up there. I went up, you know, and they told me you're gonna build a water system up oh, here. Oh cool. And my my parents came down to visit me, and my dad was like, Do you think that this is really even possible and i was like i don't i, don't I never have thought about it i just started doing it <laughs> yeah wow you know like i didn't think about whether or not it was possible i just knew like this is what i'm doing for the yeah. next two years was building water my system. goal is to get water from point a to this community which is point b <sighs> and it was i mean we used nothing except for man and animal power to get any of that stuff done. Did you get it there? Yeah, we got it Dude, there. Dude, yeah, what awesome. a freaking life lesson, though. <clears throat> yeah, that's sick. I didn't what think right about now. if it could or could not happen. Yeah, just did I it. constantly thought about the how each day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mind-blowing. That's awesome. This, we got to wrap this up a second because oh, I got to head out. But, oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. But it's already been. I know. It's crazy. It's, this is awesome. We should do this again. But it actually reminded me of when I first got into real estate. I didn't think about anything like that. I was just like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And I remember I've been in there for like three or four years and they were like, how did you, someone asked me, how did you, when you studied the market to get into real estate, how did you decide this is a good time and this is a good Dude. market? And I was like, what? Yeah. Because when I got in, it was like a horrible time, yeah. quote unquote. I was like, don't I even think of that? Yeah. I didn't do any research. Dude. No. <laughs> you know? I just was like, I'm just going to do it. Exactly. Figure it out. I mean, yeah. I think you just have to like, yeah. be like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to go do it. Right. If you would have really dug into de- to app development and the market research, you'd have been like, screw this. And you would have been reading yeah. the wrong stuff, too. You're like, yeah. this is what I've been doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. not, that's not who I'm, I'm not going to yeah. be that person. That's it's not true. my role. Yeah. That's dude, so I, think that's, I think that's badass, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. Well, just in closing here, what is your plan for Leash going forward? Like, I guess, for yourself, what's the next step? Yeah, I mean, next steps is we'll start to expand. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll start to, um, we are going to let, the app play out for a few months yep. in our in our existing markets. So we yep. currently serve Omaha, Lincoln, Des Moines, and Kansas City. Yep. Um, we're gonna build up those markets, let the app uh, kind of work things out, yep. let it um, build Incubate. up our build our partner base up in those mm-hmm. in those yep. cities, um, and then we'll ex- we'll begin to expand into the rest of the United States. Sweet into other into other markets. What so, advice would you have for a new Guy who's got an idea, had a had a had a, had a light bulb moment. It's like, how do I? What's my next step? What do just, do? I mean, just start working at it. Yeah, drop three grand on a website, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, it's very easy, you know. Like, ideas are there are a million ideas, yeah. and yeah. people start with an idea and then they kind of just let it fizzle. You know, they let mm-hmm. it fizzle out. Yeah, and that's the key is getting over those humps. Yeah, yeah. is to you know you're mm-hmm. gonna want to let it fizzle out. Mm-hmm. It's and there are easy times to just, you know, you know, off exit, yeah. you know, like, eh, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, but you've just got to stick with it. You've That's just cool, got to keep working at it. I love it. 
Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for your time, dude. Thanks for awesome. having me. I appreciate so it. Much, yeah. yeah. Can't wait to hear this in production. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is going to be cool. I'm yeah. excited. Thanks, guys. Right. Yeah. See ya.